Yeah, I've listened to it before. Yeah, I've listened to it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it before. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, no, I bet, and as far as the, you know, the music video, we'll get, we'll touch upon all this uh, shortly, but I really want to start off yep. your, your journey on, um, you know, where you grew up and um, obviously how'd you get into music and start? Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Um, I grew up in the country. I grew up in Dubbo. Oh. don't know if you've heard of it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we've pretty much got the zoo going for us and that's about where people's knowledge of Dubbo stuff. But yeah. that's where I grew up. Um, and then I left there when I was like 14, but I didn't go too far. I just went to boarding school. But um, also in the country, I went to Orange for boarding school. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty much, yeah, I grew up country-based. And then when I got to, like, 18, I decided I really wanted to give music a crack. And um, up until that stage, I'd really just busked on the street. Like, that's how I learned music. Um, I just kind of taught myself out of necessity, I guess you could say. Um, and then... Yeah, headed off to Sydney after I graduated and slowly but surely I've just been like chipping away and trying um, and it's taken, you know, the last five years to kind of get to the stage where I can actually release music and the music video and everything like that. So it's, uh, it feels like quite a journey, but it's really, it's an amazing feeling to actually have something out there that people, which is the most tangible thing that I've got going at the moment. I guess <laughs> intangible tension. No, 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 no. I mean, it's it's an epic song, Cloud Nine. It's got it's you know it's got that raw sort of emotion that you know. I, I love how you, you didn't just make a sort of. Uh, I mean, you could have easily made a commercial sort of pop song, but you made this raw, explicit yeah. sort of, uh, obviously very real song for you. Yeah, totally. It's definitely not one of those songs where I can. Um, like zone out at all. Like every time I sing it, I think it's just the way I've written it. It, I, I, it brings me back to the moment um, and the, the emotions that I was feeling that that kind of sparked the song. Every time I sing it, like it's just, it's very real. <laughs> no, I, you know it's very interesting. Any new artist that you know we try and get in, you always I want to hear their first song, see what they're going to be like. And from you, it sound like that sort of very early holes. This sort of sound that you know very out there. I don't give a shit what you think of me. You know, this is who I am as an artist. And, and, I, and, I, and I really appreciate that. Well, yeah, I guess I just want to, like, I, I don't want to, um, like, I will be doing this the rest of my life, whether it's just to my family or, like, to a crowd of people, you know. Like, And I and I pretty much have come to terms with, like, the fact that, that this is what I am going to be doing regardless of how many people are listening. So I really just want to share something authentic my time um, the best way that I can think of and that's by just creating authentic and genuine songs that hopefully the right person can relate to and speaking of I guess um, people that you relate to is there any other artists or bands that um, you you know you listen to or that you have some sort of influence over totally I mean I was heavily influenced and still am by Tash Sultana mm. I think as a musician she's just phenomenal um, like it's insane I don't know if you've ever seen her but like phenomenal performer 
but I really admire the way she, um, I always, I don't end my songs the same often, like when I sing them live, and I was always wondering whether that would cause a problem for me once I started recording, and Tash Sultana, in a weird, roundabout way, has kind of taught me that there are no rules. You can have a 15-minute solo where you just play on the fucking pan flute, and it doesn't matter, you know, she can just do whatever she wants because people are coming to see her, and that's where I would love to get to, where I can just experiment and not be criticised because it doesn't fit into the three-and-a-half-minute pop barrier. Well, that is obviously a thing. I think, you know, listening to a lot of us, I mean, a lot of us in this day and age, particularly in Australia, uh, Kret uh, Tash, as uh, sort of breaking the barriers. How is she, uh, obviously you've already touched upon that, what was your first memory of listening to Tash's music and what have you drawn from her career so far? It's definitely her bedroom recordings. Mm. I was a, not to toot my own horn, but I was a very much an OG fan. Like back when she was um, busking in Melbourne, I used to watch anything I could. That, that's how I stumbled across her. And then she kind of picked up heat and people started taking notice. And, um, and that was so exciting because I feel like I went through that with her at the same time. And I was very much a big advocate. But I think... Uh, I think I probably saw Jungle first, um, but it was Harvest Love, where she did it, well, she's put it on her album now, but it's quite different, but the, the version that I first remember seeing was completely acoustic, and it was the first time I'd seen her just um, not absolutely, like, tear up a bunch of instruments, and, like, she really stripped it back and just took it chill, but was still phenomenal and such emotion. I just remember feeling everything that that for that song. No, and I think obviously you and her have uh, very similar career trajectories. Obviously, I mean her music and your early music sort of um, I won't say on par, but they they share similar sort of vibes. They're very um, very real, as I said. I mean Cloud Nine, the the title itself. I mean you you've gone with a, a, a very iconic sort of title, which we'll know about. Yeah. And and so, but you've brought this sort of realness to it. So it's a very interesting take on that song. Thank you, yeah. No, it's, um, I'm glad you like it, honestly. And as, as far as the music video goes for that, you know, it was a low-key music video, which you obviously looked like you did with, yeah. your, with your friends, but it had that yeah. sort of um, realism about it at the same time, which is um, obviously we don't get that in music this day. It's a lot more high-end production with um, a lot of, you know... Totally. So it's really nice that you stripped that back. Was that always something that you um, you wanted to do? Yeah, it was definitely a very conscious decision that I wanted to... Like, in the... In the clip, there is footage from my actual bedroom and my actual, you know, backyard and everything like that, and the beach, like, that, that is where I live, and so that is where the song was conceived, I guess, that that's where the lyrics were written and where they were felt the first time, and so I wanted to take it back there and not overthink it because um, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it needed to. I think it could, I think it just... Um, needed to be portrayed again, like keeping that authentic feel about it because um, my friends were there when I was going through, you know, the breakup and, and the songwriting process and stuff. So I wanted them to be in it. I wanted to, sh- to share my real life, not a, you know, a show reel. I prefer to, to the real thing. No, and I think that, that, you know, I think people should really appreciate that style of um, creative outlet for an artist because that, you know, when you're very 
up and coming. That's you know obviously always don't have the budget, but yeah. you want to also create something that's real that you know fans four or five years from now can point to you and go, this is the the moment when she made it. the The thing I loved totally. about the thing I loved about this song also was the, <laughs> you're gonna find the strange is the word bubblegum. How you made bubblegum <laughs> sound so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting. How did you come up with that that line itself? The, you know, like it's so weird because I didn't think that that much about it. In fact, I thought it was potentially like a bit too much of a throwaway line. But this is one of those lines that I'm so glad I kept because people have been coming to me since it's been released and and have said that pretty much exact thing. And, and it's so incredible what people take away from your song. But the hubba bubble line is well. I grew up in the 90s, so I guess it's a big, like, it's a throwback for me. Like, I remember having Hubba Bubba, but also there was something about, it's something about the way that the words sit in your mouth. It's like, we all know what it's like to, like, chew, chewing gum, and you feel cool. It's like this, I don't know, a little bit untouchable. Yeah. And so I kind of liked the idea of, of just, um... I wanted a line that would make people stop and listen, basically. And I think it kind of did that. It kind of, like, everybody remembers Hubba Bubba, and then it's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I see where she's going with this. And I just wanted to take people for a little bit of a, a trip there and um, and and go go along with that feel of, like, the cloud nine. Like, everything's fluffy and idyllic and idealistic. And, um, I, yeah, I just wanted to play with that a little bit, have a bit of fun. <laughs> No, no doubt. And I think, you know, you, you mix that um, that traditional old sort of 90s sound with that new sort of indie neo sound, which is, you know, quite um, mm-hmm. infectious at the moment. As far as obviously going forward, what's what's the plans for you musically? Um, well, we've been super busy in the studio since the release. Um, so we've got a couple new songs coming. So I'm not sure when they'll be released, but I'm... Um, like way too excited I cannot contain myself so hopefully it's soon <laughs> um we're working we're working super hard behind the scenes um shout out to the producers top productions who have been who have really given me a leg up and kind of like we're working together to kind of kickstart both our careers they're a not-for-profit record label so it's amazing to work with somebody who I know is in it for the right reasons um so pretty much we're all just working super hard to get some new stuff out there and I'd love to um, to be able to showcase this. We really wanted to do a regional tour, like pay a bit of a um, respect to where I came from and where this music was born. Um, so hopefully in the coming months, you know, keep an eye out and we'll, we'll post whenever we know all of the details. But there's a lot of stuff in the in the pipeline. Oh, you've already got that artist sort of feel. You're, you're teasing your, your fans already with what uh, the possibilities are. <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm feeling teased too. Don't worry. <laughs> so, as far as I guess sounds and experimental goes, can we expect something that's similar to Cloud Nine, or we, or are you going totally different direction for the new uh, music? I think it's not unreasonable to say something could be quite similar, but in saying that, I, I don't know yet, but I, I'm guessing I'm going to be pushing the limits my whole career I've never been able to settle on a genre of artist that I feel I am so the next couple tracks are playing um even more with that indie like new indie soul funk it comes out a lot in one of them and a little bit more acoustic in one of them so 
There's a bit of a range, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, there's a huge range there. That's going to be very yeah. interesting <laughs> style. But that's good. I mean, yeah. you, you always Just want to wait change. Wait till they let me start rapping. Oh, okay. Now, th- now yeah, okay, well, okay, well, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot now. I'm going to uh, okay. Do a line for us. Do a full on line. Let's see how good you can do it. Oh my god! Okay, not not to burst all bubbles, yep. but I'm pretty sure freestyle rap was not on the on the cards. I'm no Eminem. I'm no. Eminem. Oh, oh. We have to wait. Oh well. Yeah, girl, I need time. New like, time. Okay. I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Next time you have a song out, or when you get more music out, I'm going to get you back here on this show, and I'm going to make yes. you freestyle rap. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be practicing so hard. <laughs> That's going to be epic. Writing all my lyrics <laughs> on the bus. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've now got you on this like this whole Eminem scene, you know, riding on the bus, on the beach, yeah. actually, actually on I'm the beach. I'm on my way to Eggmouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, that's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> awesome stuff. And as you already touched upon, uh, hopefully doing some gigs around your, you know, your native area, which will be absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. for, for you to um to go back to your roots. Yeah, absolutely. I really look forward to that because I uh, haven't been back there in way too long. So it's really great. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to um, hear more music from you and um, hopefully, you know, one day I'll get to see you live and hopefully even more one day you come oh, to I'm... Western Australia. <laughs> Thanks so much, Sharon. No problem. All right. All right. That's-